Hello, hello, and welcome to Self-Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We're a podcast that's here to generate and share self-care ideas with each other. Last episode, I gave you five ways to get self-care in in under five minutes. And if you've got time to listen to the podcast today, you've got time for some sexy-ass self-care. So make sure you're scheduling that time to relax, recharge, and connect with yourself today. It doesn't have to cost you anything, and it doesn't have to be super profound. We're just trying to get your habit brain used to this new way of loving yourself and putting yourself first. If you missed that show or you want to catch up on all the amazing tips for self-care, you can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and really anywhere you find your podcasts. I want to give you a preview of what to expect from today's show. Today, I'm going to give you some really actionable tips on how you can take back control over your time, your direction, and ultimately your life. So many of us feel like you're stuck in a hamster wheel of wake up, work, chores, dinner, bedtime, and you never have time for yourselves. So today, I want to teach you some simple secrets to give you back some of that control so you can start to really live the life that you want to, pursue your own passions, and be more in charge of your day-to-day time. But first, a few quick housekeeping notes. All right, so today... We're going to be talking about taking back control of your life, which ultimately starts with your time and your direction. So if you feel like you have no time or you don't get to do the things you want to, this is an episode specifically for you. There's so much pressure out there to get out there and live your best life, you know, and live life to the fullest and not waste a single minute especially since we're in this never-ending pandemic where it's hard not to think about like the end of times or time running out. Well, if that's something that you've been dealing with or really thinking about, or you can really identify with this idea that you have no control over what's happening to you and all you are is in service to your family, your partner, your job, or things outside of you, and you are the last one on the list who has a say as to what you're doing with your time, This is an episode for you. Now, if that's not you and you don't identify with any of that, you're like, Chris, I'm in charge of me. I drive the bus. I decide what I do. There are still some really good tips in this episode that are applicable to wherever you're at in your self-care journey. Because a lot of times we feel like we, we don't have a plan or the plan that we do have doesn't match the outcome that we're working towards. A lot of us have been really taught for a long time that you have to do certain things. You have to check the boxes. You have to go to school. You have to get the degree, graduate, do the internship, work for 40 years, retire, you know, get married, buy the house, the car, the trips to Florida, all that. And if you've really been programmed that that's the way you're supposed to live your life and there are these things that you have to do or you should do with your time, it can feel really, really strange to take back the control and do things that actually align with what you actually want to do. And it's, it's really difficult for a lot of people to get clear on what they actually want or enjoy because most people have no fucking idea what they even like to do because they're spending so much time working and taking care of other people and doing things for others that you just you lose total sight of what it is you actually want to do with your own time. 
especially if you're a mom. You have zero time that's your own, and it feels impossible to have any control over the direction of your life. But I'm here to tell you that self-care is actually the life hack that can give you direction back. It can slowly give you this mindset where things become more about yourself and you get to align what you're doing to what you want to do, what you love to do. And you'll begin to take back that control of your life. You'll be able to really pursue your dreams. You could even completely change the trajectory of your life if you're making self-care the priority. If If you're making decisions about your time, your schedule, the direction of your life, and you're doing that with self-care as your guiding principle, then these decisions become natural. They become easy. And it becomes second nature. So if you've been feeling like you have no control over your life and then you're just on that hamster wheel, I've got some really great actionable things that you can do to take back that time, take back that control. But it's really important that as I go through this list today that you realize in order to make this work, you're going to have to do something more than just passively listen to my kick-ass voice. I mean, I want to celebrate you and give you all the credit in the world. You popped the podcast in, you're listening to it, you're dedicated to self-care. That's fucking amazing. But if you really want to take back the control, if you really want to feel in charge of your time and the direction of your life, you're going to have to take some action. And what I'm here to do is help you maximize that action that you're going to take because I've already done it for you. And I'm getting you to those quick hits of what worked and what didn't. So take it from me, someone who has completely changed their life through self-care to a place where now I'm in charge of every decision I make, everything I do, the direction of my life, what I'm doing tomorrow, what I'm doing today. And I have just as many responsibilities as everyone else. So it is possible, but you're going to have to put a little bit of work into it. Believe me, it's worth it. All right. So number one, the most important thing is you've got to know what you want. If you want to take control back of your life and you want to be in charge of the direction, you want to be driving the bus, you got to know what you want. You got to know what you like, which means you're going to have to start doing some stuff. If you have no earthly idea what you like to do with your time, what you want to do with your time, it is time for you to start doing a bunch of shit, (laughs) whatever it may be. Say yes to the weird invites from your friends. Start exploring your city. Start doing things, eating food you'd never eat. Your passion is going to find you if you open yourself up to it. But you're never going to know and you're never going to have control or direction if you don't know what you want. So number one, you got to get into and get really good about knowing what it is you want. And a lot of us don't because we spent a lot of our time doing things for other people. And that's become our priority instead of figuring out what do we actually enjoy doing with our time. Number two, you've got to start by dreaming really big. You could do this through journaling or talking with a friend. But what I want you to do is really get into that space of like money is no object. There are no limits. What would you do with your life if you could just start all over and you knew how it was going to happen? You knew the outcome. You knew you could not fail. What would you do? 
if if a magic genie came to you right now and said, look, I'm going to give you whatever it is you want in life. I'm going to let you succeed at every level you want. You want to be famous? You want to be rich? You want to own a bakery on the southeast side of town with really great pies? Fine. You're going to get it. You get to have it. I want you to really get into that mindset and start dreaming really big. Because in addition to knowing what you want, you've got to start letting your imagination get creative. You've got to start letting yourself think about what if there were no limits? Because then that takes your mind to a completely different world than what you're currently living in. You're probably, like the rest of us, living in a lack mindset. You probably can more easily identify all the obstacles in your way of this great big dream. But if you just give yourself the time and allow yourself to actually have those big dreams without the obstacle thinking, gonna get your brain to do something pretty awesome on the low key under the radar. It's going to actually come up with creative solutions you never knew because it has the time to dream big. Number three, start delegating. Now, this is super important for all of my people pleasers out there, all of my perfectionists, all of my mamas who are doing everything. You've got to start to delegate. You're going to have to hand some work off to somebody. And I know that kind of release of power and control is very hard because when you're doing it, you have the certainty of knowing it's going to get done right. And when you're the one who's in control of whatever the thing, the task, whatever it is, you have that feeling of like accomplishment that you did the thing. I did the laundry. But what you're going to have to start to do is really you're going to have to delegate. Like asking your partner to start doing their own laundry. Be like, hey, babe, you need to do your own laundry. You're a grown-ass adult. You can do it all on your own. I know there's a lot of guilt around that decision. I know there's a lot of power around that decision. Now, I'm sure if you're not in that situation, you can start to think about big situations in your life that might need some delegation. And that's a scary thought. But I know you can do it, and I know you're worth making those big, hard decisions. Number four, you're going to talk to people who have the life you want. So this is super important, and I want to speak directly to my younger listeners. If you have this big, audacious dream to do the van life thing and travel and, like, you know, explore the world and, you know, do the geocaching or play Pokemon Go or whatever, right? You're going to photo scavenger hunt through your life. Whatever big, crazy, different lifestyle that you're trying to reach, any kind of success you're going to have at getting from where you are now to where you want to be, you're going to want to talk to the people who have already done it. If living in a van down by the river is now your new ultimate life goal, your life mission, talk to people who live the van life. Just ask them questions. How did you do it? What did you do? What was great about it? What sucked about it? Gathering the information from the people who are actually doing the thing you want to do is absolutely the fastest way to cut through the red tape and to cut through the mistakes and the bullshit. You know, it's there's no shame in figuring out how other people did it right or what they did wrong. That's exactly what this podcast does. We talk to people all over the place about what they're doing for self-care, what's working, what doesn't. And what that does is it helps all of us sort of by, you know, crowdsourcing the problem of self-care. And you can do that with whatever lifestyle change you're trying to make. 
Maybe you want to get into CrossFit. Talk to somebody who already does it. Believe me, those people always want to talk about it. Number five, just fake it. Just pretend. You know, you want to visualize and get into what it would be like if you were thinking or feeling or if you had that life. You know, you want to make time to do this every single day. If you are not living the life you really wanted to, I want you to really start thinking about what would that perfect life be like and what would I be thinking and feeling in that life? Because if you want to take your control back, your power back, your time back, you're going to have to start getting into the place, the feelings, the emotions of having it. Now, this is a lot of like law of attraction stuff, and there's stuff all over the interwebs that you can find about visualization and, you know, calling it into being. But honestly, if you want to live a completely different life and have your life completely different from where you are right now, you're going to just have to fake it for a while. You're just going to have to pretend that you have it and get into that mindset because that's going to accelerate that happening quicker for you. And number six, you're going to declare it. You're going to make the announcement. Tell your family. Write up the big old Facebook post. You know, if you've decided you're a mom of three kids, you've been married for 10 years, and you're like, you know what? This partner's a piece of crap. I am tired of being the one to do everything. I'm ready for a dramatic change. You know, tell your family. Tell your bestie. Get public. Start telling people because what this is going to do when you declare that you're making this massive life change, it's going to hold you accountable. Because if it's just a wild dream that you're having in your own you know, daydream, your own head, it's not really that powerful because it's just between you and your thoughts. But when you start to tell real people, people outside of yourself – it's going to start to make it real because someone's going to ask you, so how's that divorce going? So how's that van down by the river going? So how's that writing the book coming? You know, these kinds of things, they, they just hold you accountable. These kinds of declarations, they make it to where it's not just, a, you know, a whimsical daydream. It brings it into the real. Number seven, make a plan. Now, I want you to notice, you notice how this was not my very first suggestion on the list? And here's why. You need to know what you want to do and gather information about what you want to do. And you want to start pretending that you're already in that lifestyle before you start making a plan. Because when you're trying to take control of your life, when you're trying to be the person in charge of what you're doing and you're really trying to find your own direction, you have no idea how to get there. You have no idea how to get there because of where you are right now. So making the plan should not be the first thing you do because you have no idea how to get there or else you would already be there. If somebody came up to you and said, look, I know you want to you want to live in a van and travel the world and change your life completely. Well, here's the first thing you need to do. And I promise you, if you do these things, you absolutely will have that life. Even if you just were thinking about it and somebody gave you that list, you're not going to take action until you've really gotten to the place where you've decided that this is what you've wanted. You've maybe told somebody about it. 
Making a plan is never your first step. And that applies to if you're wanting to lose weight and making a food plan or an exercise plan or, uh, you know, get your finances on track plan. Making the plan is never the first step. And if somebody's trying to sell you that as a means to getting to your goal, just know that it's bullshit. There is absolutely no way you're going to get from where you are to where you want to be if you've never been there before by making a plan from a place of ignorance or a place of uncertainty. You've got to talk to other people who've done it. You've got to talk to people about you wanting to do it. And you got to pretend you're doing it before you can even put the pen to paper to say step one is. Number eight, you're going to need to recognize your own self-sabotage patterns. This is so important, friends. You need to do this before you take any big action in life. If you want to be the driver of your bus, if you want the direction of your life to change from what it is now to something completely different, you have got to really get good at noticing how you sabotage yourself. Because if you start the journey of living in a van down by the river or divorcing your partner or becoming, you know, a CrossFit trainer, you have to know where the landmines are along the way. It's going to save you so much time because if you start out on this new, different direction in life, you start this radical new change, and the first day out, you step on a landmine and lose $10,000 of your savings on it. It's going to set you so much further back than if you would just recognize your patterns and get good at going like, oh, wait a minute, there's the thoughts that I have just before I wreck everything. And that's the most important thing I can tell you about today's show is that being able to know your own sabotage patterns is going to help you with anything, regardless if it's changing the direction of your entire life or taking back control of your own time. The more you know the thoughts that cause you to self-sabotage, the better you can recognize it when it's happening, the quicker you can avoid these kind of landmines and mistakes and have more success. Making this life change and this new way of thinking really sustainable. It's so easy to get derailed by failure. So if you know your self-sabotage patterns before you get started on the journey, you're going to have less failure. Now, don't get me wrong. Failure is a huge, important part of the process. But recognizing your own self-sabotage is going to help you not be the reason you fail. It's much better to fail because of something that you had no idea existed versus you're just throwing a grenade in your own desires. Number nine. Put as many things on autopilot as you can. Listen, your brain is busy working on making a new life for yourself. So put the shit that's easy, put it on repeat. This is the time you wake up, the time that you shower, what you're going to eat for the day, when you're going to go to the gym, filling up your water bottles, doing your laundry. All of the current time sucks of your life, all of the tasks that make you feel like you don't have control over your time or your day or where your life is headed, you've got to start putting certain things on autopilot so that it doesn't take away your brain's energy. And doing this in conjunction with delegating is going to give you back more of your own time to start talking to people about what they're doing in that lifestyle you want to have. 
So when we're talking about putting things on autopilot, this is creating a habit. And I've talked about this before in a last episode about a habit tracker. But listen, I'm not going to beat the drum to death. But let me just tell you, when you make certain things a habit, I do this thing every day at this time, no matter what, even if I don't feel like it. When you have like an app or something where you're checking off a box, it just gives you that tiny little hit of dopamine to make those things easier. And as you do that, as you put more things on autopilot, you're going to find more of that free time that you then get to create for self-care, that you then get to take back and feel like you have more control over your life. This is so integral, not only to making big life changes or changing up your direction, but just in general. And last but not least, just do it. I'm going to Nike out on you for a second, but just do it. Give yourself permission to fail. Give yourself the permission to take this big, giant risk. Know as much as you can, but be okay with it never being the right time. Admit to yourself that you really want this other life, this other way of being, and allow yourself to get it because you deserve it. You deserve to feel like you have control over your time. You deserve to feel like you have control over the direction of your life and what you're doing every day. If you feel like you don't and it's just a spiral, just do it. Just make it the priority. You know, if you've got to leave a bad situation in a hurry, just do it. It is time to really start preserving what is important to you. And you, you should be important to you. You should be the number one thing. All right, I'm going to run through that list real quick. Number one, you got to know what you want. And number two, you got to dream big. Number three, delegate. Number four, talk to people who already have it. Number five, fake it. Number six, declare it. Number seven, make a plan. Number eight, so important, recognize your own self-sabotage patterns. Number nine, put as many things on autopilot as you can. And number 10, just do it. That's it for this week. If you have a story you'd like to share and you want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. Okay, we got some really great content coming your way, so stay tuned. And remember that self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first. <laughs>